You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What a game. What an absolutely amazing game. I think this is the most exciting game of the year. This is like a playoff game tonight. And the Kings are nine seconds away from winning a game in overtime. It's been a hell of a game. This has been a really good game. How about the Aaron Fox? Can you imagine the Kings without the Aaron Fox? They might not win five games the rest of the year. Seriously. I can't even imagine not having De'Aaron Fox on the floor. He's been unbelievable. Fourth quarter, the man. Overtime, the man. And Luca missed a three-pointer with 14 seconds left. The Kings got the rebound. Nine seconds left. They've got the timeout. And De'Aaron Fox has just been incredible. I mean, he really has been incredible. I, I really, you better pray that De'Aaron Fox does not get hurt. Now there's nine seconds left. All right. We're on different feeds. We're watching it. So I won't spoil it for you. Okay. Hello, Eduardo. Hola. 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 What a finish. And again, the Mavs are going to have to foul here. And if the Kings make one free throw, the game should be over. Fox has been sensational. He has been absolutely unfreaking believable. All right. Incredible. Great to have everybody here on the stream. We're going to get a lot more to join us here in just a moment. Kings make one free throw, barring a miracle, they win the game. Fox took over this game in the fourth quarter, Dorian, and he took over this game in overtime. Period. All right? So really good statement right here you lose fox it would be like not having brock purdy you're exactly right incredible free throws good the kings are going to win this game big time De'Aaron fox once again goes to the line makes the free throws and sacramento is going to get a much needed win yeah i think this is a signature win yeah i do it's the first one they've had in a long time Statement win? No, I wouldn't say it's a statement win. All right? I wouldn't say it's a statement win, but I would say it's a signature win. I didn't think they could win the game shooting that bad from three. It's a great point you just made. I did not think that. I did not think if you told me they were going to shoot that poorly from three. But what De'Aaron Fox has done tonight, all right, what he has done tonight is remarkable. 
Amazing. Remarkable. Absolutely remarkable. So the Kings are going to win this game unless they have one of the biggest collapses in team history. And I would agree with you. This was really good team basketball tonight. Really good. All right. They did play good in all the quarters. They had one blemish, the final two minutes of the second quarter, and that is it. All right. But it was a very consistent game. But make no mistake about it. This is De'Aaron Fox's game tonight. Period. This is De'Aaron Fox's game. He took over the game. He was great. And Kevin Herter had a big second half, which was nice after his invisible first half. All right? Saint was at the game. I love Saint. Phenomenal. Gotta love Saint. Incredible. Absolutely. Luca with a driving layup. But the Kings with four seconds left. And unless they miss both free throws, Dallas is done. So this will put Sacramento with 32 and 24. It will go, they'll go to 17 and 12 at home, which has got to get better. It's the last home game before the all-star break. But it's got to get better. All right. I agree with you that Luca and Kyrie, they could be a very tough out the rest of the way. They could be a tough out. Yeah, I do know um his son is doing great. I'm a big fan of his son. De'Aaron Fox again making his free throws and the Kings win it. So happy to have you here on the post-game show. The Sacramento Kings, in overtime, get the win over the Dallas Mavericks. Kings post-game show starts right now. Aaron Fox, 36 points, took over the game in the fourth quarter in overtime. He was 12 of 23. He didn't make a three, but he made 12 of 14 from the line. Think about that. He made 12 of 14 from the line. Didn't have a good assist to turnover ratio, but here's what he did have, Ryan. In the fourth quarter, he put the team on his back, and in overtime, he put the team and the coaching staff and the fans on his back, and he was sensational, sensational in overtime tonight. Sensational. Not much more you can say about that, Grant. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is special. And yep. like you said, he put the team on his back. And, you know, a performance like that, especially in the clutch, this isn't a one-time thing. You got to nope. start looking at him. Top 10 in the NBA at being able to create their own shot and get Amazing. whatever they want. Big time. Big time performance. Herter got going in the second half, too. We talked about that. You know, it was good to see him get going again offensively. Ended up with 15 points, 6 of 14 floor, and 3 of 7 from the arc. Yeah, and he played excellent defense, too, on yes, Luka. And, you know, I'll give it to the Kings all across the board. They played really good defense, but great to see Kevin get going. He made shots in the flow of the offense, and it was a huge reason they were able to get the win tonight. 
Hello from Cambodia. Glad to have you with us. Probably uh, in the middle of the day there, around noon or so, 133 to 128 in overtime. And uh, yeah, I think this was a signature type of a win. Absolutely. Dallas was pretty much at full strength. Uh, the Kings lost last night. They had to bounce back, and they did. And I'm more impressed with how they played than the actual win. I mean, I'm impressed with the win, but I'm more impressed with how they played. I thought this was their most consistent game they've had, I don't know, in maybe a month. Yeah, Grant, this is the first game I can remember in a very long time where it was clear what the game plan was, and they mm -hmm. executed it to a T. Um, yeah. We we only had that one lull in the uh, end of the second quarter, but other than that, the signature win, probably top one or two of the season. Yep. Yeah, Fox is unbelievable. I mean, I've been talked. That's how I led the show. Uh, incredible. So big time win for Sacramento. They got the game with Phoenix before the All Star break. Uh, but this team, you know, they. I, I think the best thing that happened to Sacramento tonight was halftime. Okay, I really mean that. The best thing for the Kings was the fact that the game had a halftime, because Dallas was starting to take over the game at the end of the second quarter, and then boom, halftime. And then from that point forward, it was really no more than a three, four, five-point game the rest of the way. Yeah, and again, credit to the Kings there because many times we have seen them, you know, blow leads or give up runs at the end of the second, and it bleeds into the third. They didn't allow that to happen. So did the break help? Sure, but they got back on track, and they did what they needed to do, and they played with intensity all night. Yeah. I mean, they were flying around. Yeah, it did make a difference, but the Kings also didn't have Malik Monk, so keep that in mind. I know that you know Hardaway starts and and Monk comes off the bench, but the, significant uh, for both teams. But you know, again, De'Aaron Fox, he was absolutely incredible, incredible, and uh, the Kings can exhale a little bit. This would have been a brutal loss, and we talked about this before Game One last night, Ryan. I asked, would you take a split? You said yep. yes. I said yes. I said I would have definitely taken a split before they played game one of the two. And they got the split. But I like how they got the split. I like how they played. Really, Ryan, if you think about it, they put six good quarters together. I thought the third and fourth quarters last night were very good. And I thought the four quarters tonight were very good. That's six really good quarters of basketball consecutively. I don't know when we've said that this year. It's been a while, and the, the theme of those six quarters, Grant, was they didn't let the other team dictate the style of play and dictate what the Kings were going to do. They were proactive rather than reactive. They were picking up full court. They were on their rotations, and that's something we don't usually see. So this team can play defense. They can do it, and um, they were without Monk tonight too, with that extra bump off the bench. So very, very encouraging to see that, especially in a game that was somewhat of a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, it was a playoff atmosphere. How about the bench? Lyles with 14 and Davis with 22 on 17 shots. Lyles only took seven shots and uh, was five of seven. Again, Davis, 10 of 17. Didn't shoot the ball well from three, but it ended up as a plus 10 and 22 points. So I, I liked how that bench played. No Malik Monk tonight, and they made up for it. Yeah, definitely made up for it. Um, Terrence Davis, you know, maybe you could argue his shot selection in the second half wasn't the great or the greatest, but he still brought that spark that they needed. And everybody played with confidence. They weren't looking mm -hmm. over their shoulders about playing time. Uh, Trey Lyles, what can you say? He was very aggressive, taking the ball to the rim, made a couple threes when he was asked to. 
So good performance by both. Yeah, Fox was the best player. I thought Luca got winded at the end of the game. He played 41 minutes. He hasn't played in, you know, quite a while. And I thought that was a factor as this game wore on. And I give De'Aaron Fox a lot of credit for constantly putting pressure on the defense in the fourth quarter and overtime. Yeah, absolutely. And they gave Luca a bunch of different looks. You had Terrence yep. Davis on him. You had Fox yep. on him. You had Herter on him. And that can make it difficult on a player, especially when you haven't played in, you know, a week or two. Hey, if you're just joining us for the first time, do us a favor and please subscribe to the channel. We would greatly appreciate that. And also hit the like button. All right. Very simple to do. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. I want to say thank you to Bennett's, Roseville, and Sacramento, two locations for you. And they're coming soon to the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Don't forget about their weekend brunch, their prime seafood and steaks. Uh, I've talked a lot about how I just love the redfish if I'm going to go seafood with the sautéed spinach. Uh, if you like steaks, boy, oh boy, the bone and ribeye, tough to beat, uh, the porterhouse, the prime New York, they've got great fillets, they have hanger steak, it's all there for you at Bennett's, and again, uh, take advantage of the weekend brunch as well. Kings win it in overtime, 133 to 128, uh, De'Aaron Fox, quite simply, would not let this team lose tonight. I don't know if I've seen him play, well, I guess I have, but I, this is to me one of his top five games in his career. Yeah, I, I would say so, Grant. And uh, Eli brings up a good point, and I know that you and Jerry have an interesting take on it. You had a good conversation. Um, would you agree Fox is the most valuable player to this yes. team? I think if De'Aaron Fox were to go down for a significant period of time, I don't think the Kings would win more than 25% of their games. I think they would lose three of every four games. I really believe that. Without Fox, I think this team would lose three of every four games. Yeah, and if you look at the roster, De'Aaron Fox is really the only guy, Monk to a degree, that can make his own shot, get his own shot. So mm -hmm. that's so important. That's why he is so clutch in overtime. He gets yep. what he wants. And I don't. what the hell were the Mavericks thinking, not running two guys at him? I didn't understand that defense at all. Yeah. Uh, I really did not. It made absolutely no sense to me. So – uh, someone says Sabonis needs to figure out uh, the foul issue. I didn't have a problem with him fouling out tonight. He fouled out in overtime. I didn't have a problem with that. I think the rules need to be changed. I've said this for over 20 years, uh, yep. maybe ever since I started doing the games. I think if the game goes to overtime, players should get an extra foul as long as they didn't foul out in regulation. I mean, the teams get two timeouts. Why are you giving teams extra timeouts but not giving a player an extra foul? You get six fouls in 48 minutes. If the game goes to overtime, I think they should get an extra foul. So I didn't have a problem with uh, Sobonis and his foul situation tonight because he fouled out in overtime, not regulation. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what else they should get is another challenge, especially yes. in overtime. Give him yep. one more, too. Um, the foul situation for Sabonis, I don't know what game you're watching, but that was a really physical game. And yep. they let those guys play for the most part. So I have no problem with him fouling out where he did. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, again, the Kings in this game end up shooting 51%. Again, I didn't think they would win when I was with you at half if their three-point percentage was not 30 or higher. It was only 25%. But here's why the Kings won this game tonight, Ryan. Two stats. This is why they won the game. Only seven turnovers, and they made 23 of 25 from the line. De'Aaron Fox made 12 of 14, whereas Dallas missed five free throws. All right? De'Aaron Fox at the line, 12 of 14, and as a team, 23 of 25. That's winning basketball right there. 
Yeah, and as you come down the stretch and hopefully get into the playoffs, those are the margins we're talking about. That's going to be mm -hmm. the difference between a win and a loss um, as we go further into the season. So really good to see. And Amir, those those that... four. Yeah, go ahead. The the four turnovers. Here's something. It, the four of them were right off the bat in the third quarter. That's right. So they basically yeah. played, you know, yeah. three turnovers the rest of the way. Amir was at the game tonight, so that's oh, why cool. he's not on the stream. Yep. Absolutely. Again, one, uh, 133 to 128. This is a big time game. This this stops the bleeding a little bit because I don't think the Kings have been playing well, but I thought they played very well tonight. This should give them a lot of confidence going into uh, the game against Phoenix for sure. It should give them confidence. It stops the bleeding to a degree. They they need to come out and have another dominating performance. This isn't one of those things where we can be up and down, up and down anymore. They put together six quarters, as you said, and they need to show up against Phoenix and go into the break strong. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we said this last week on February 2nd. Ryan and I were both surprised that he was not named to the All-Star team, but they did the right thing and they put him on now. So, you know, he's on the team. He's representing the West. And uh, it's deservedly so. Again, I, I thought it was a travesty, absolute travesty, that he was not on the team uh, to begin with. So uh, one more game than nine days off. That's true for the whole league. All right. So we'll see. It's going to be a hell of a stretch drive. The schedule is brutal for the Kings. It is going to be one hell of a stretch drive. Man. All right. Let's get to uh, some more messages. Christopher says, got to hate losing more than the love of winning. Seems like that's the case. Absolutely. So, and yeah, you are getting Phoenix without Kevin Durant. That is very true. Keep that in mind. Keep that in they mind. Still, they still got Devin Booker though. So, yeah. Certified yeah, King Giller. Man. Oh, unbelievable. All right. Again, uh, the Kings outscore the Mavericks 19 to 14 in overtime. Uh, De'Aaron Fox was involved in every single play in overtime. He was incredible. Double digit scoring in the extra frame. Uh, I don't know what else you can say. All right. Uh, every game is going to be like this the rest of the year. There's a lot of truth to that, Lucky. There's a lot of truth mm -hmm. to that. This is going to be what games are going to be like after the All-Star break because every game is magnified with how tight the standings are in the West. It's a great job on your part. I would agree with you. And you better pray that De'Aaron Fox doesn't turn his ankle or doesn't do something because this team will fall apart without De'Aaron Fox. Yes, they will. Anybody else out there cringe when uh, De'Aaron dived for that ball with Kyrie Ir Irvin? That one had me sitting there for a second when he was clutching that hand. So we'll see if anything comes of it. But uh, this team needs him. Absolutely needs him 100%. He has, he, he has a chance to be the all-time clutch player. I don't know if I would put him in that category right now. Mike Bibby was really, really clutch for the Kings in his day. Mitch Richmond was really clutch. Um, he's getting there, though. He's getting there. He's getting there. Hold on, Grant. Let's let's talk about that a little bit further. I, I think that, that that might be one and two right now, him and Bibby. Because yep. I, I lived yep. through the Bibby days and, yep. you know, Bibby had a couple games where he hit the back-to-back -back game winners. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the game or the uh, shot in game four. Game five. Of, uh, game five, excuse me. Yep. Um, but Fox, the performance overall. Amazing. I mean, this is going on almost two seasons at this yeah. point. And so. Absolutely. Yeah. Darren Fox, the show tonight, uh, no doubt about it. It's hard to believe that this is the same guy that fans were on this stream back in December, you know, destroying and criticizing, all right, when he went through his bad stretch and he was out there gutting it out with a bad knee and, you know, he got destroyed. But uh, I think people understand that without De'Aaron Fox, this Kings team would probably not win 30 games this year. 
I really mean that. So, I mean, you better be appreciative of what you have in this guy. Uh, he's a gamer. He's a big-time gamer. And uh, tonight, he won the game for the Sacramento Kings. Yes, he did. Yeah, Jesse916, the trolls were. I mean, those are the same people that were calling for Ben Simmons straight up wow. for Fox. What do you think Ben Simmons would have done in that overtime period? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. Man, incredible. All right. Again, uh, he's not going to be most improved player. I don't I don't agree with that. I, I, I don't think I think you're off base with that. Um, 133 to 128. Sacramento gets the win in overtime and they now go back up to 32 wins, 24 losses. So my point is they go back up to eight games over 500. Big, big in that split so far for the series with Dallas for the season. Um, watch that because this Dallas team certainly is improved with Kyrie Irving. There's no doubt about that. Um, the, they they need time to figure it out. But um, the Kings, if they grant, if they could bring one thing, let's take Fox out of the equation. Mm -hmm. One thing tonight that they need to bring the rest of the season to have this type of success and this type of consistency. What is it? according to you? Um, I believe that they have to make their threes consistently to have a successful final stretch. By the way, I would take Luca. Luca's a generational player. De'Aaron Fox is really good. He's not a generational player. Not yet. Luca's a generational player. So to me, I would be taking Luca. But, you know, again, that's just me. All right. I think every general manager in the league would too. Thank you, William. Appreciate that. We uh, always you. love the support that we get. I mean, listen, Fox is playing really, really well. He's an all-star, but Luke is regarded as one of the top two to four players in the league. Let's 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 give credit where credit's due. Absolutely. Uh, people are commenting on his style, his body. It, it, you know what? He knows how to use his body the right way. Um, yep. If you notice when he posts up, so uh, very, very special player, especially the way he can pass the ball and score. Um, really quick, just so to give you a reminder, Super Chats, guys, I believe this is the fifth game, right? Yes, it is. And, yes, all it right. is. So everybody that has donated to the Super Chat, you are in the hat to join Grant and I after the Phoenix game. And That's we'll right. have a fun time grading the uh, last five games. We'll talk about yep. post-All-Star break, All-Star game stuff. Um, whoever has the two highest bids, you're automatically in. Yep. And uh, then we'll draw two out of the hat. You donate a penny and you're in the running for it so hopefully I love that. Uh, we'll see you there on uh monday night or no is it uh tuesday what time are they playing tuesday tuesday i think yep yep absolutely hey uh new works plumbing of sacramento locally owned for over 20 years they've got a fix for you kings fans if you have any issues just call that number on your screen or go to sacserviceplumbing.com new works plumbing they're available 24 7 they've got a fix for you sac service plumbing Com. Kings win in overtime tonight, 133 to 128, behind a sensational, stellar performance from De'Aaron Fox. Stellar, stellar performance. All right? Stellar. No other way to say it. He was great with a capital G. He was, I think it's one of the best games of his career. Uh, easily. Easily one of the best. Um, you know, this is probably one of the, obviously being an all-star, but this is the best season that he has had in his career. And this was the time that he needed to take that step. Mm -hmm. And so it's really nice to see that and see, you know, everybody responding around him. 
I thought the refs were fine tonight. I thought they let the teams play. I didn't have any issue yeah. with the officiating tonight. What about you? Nope. No issue at all. Um, you know, there might have been a call here, call there that didn't go Sacks way, but the same thing happened to the Mavericks. Christopher, you're the best. How about that? Hey, Chris. Thank you're you, awesome, sir. man. Thank you, Christopher. Appreciate you very, very much. Man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Chris. Chris is unbelievable. Getting love from your fellow fans right here. Absolutely love it. Uh, 133 to 128. 28-26, the Kings win the fourth quarter, and they win in overtime 19-14. to And again, it is because of De'Aaron Fox. Plain and simple. Oh, we've got Italy. Hello. Ha-ha, <laughs> ciao. Yeah, absolutely. Ciao, ciao, ciao. We got Cambodia. We got uh, Philippines. the Philippines. We've got Chile with Eduardo. Now we got Paulo in Italy. God, I love Italy. What a phenomenal country. I'm just going to leave that up there so I can think about Italy for the rest of the show. <laughs> God, I love Italy. Light the beam. Absolutely. And by the way, have a good day at work. Light the beam. Absolutely. We've got Alaska too. Yeah. Stay warm. Alaska. Stay inside. Stay inside. Stay inside. We got Canada. Stay inside. Yes, indeed. Incredible. You know? Somebody says, just run my own play-by-play stream during the games. Ian, so much more <laughs> difficult than you can imagine. Not as easy as you would think. South Carolina chiming in. Love it. Midtown representing. Is that Midtown Sacramento or Midtown Manhattan? Which which Midtown Ooh. are you referring to? You know? Oh, we got Chicago in the house. So we're going all over the United States and all over the freaking world because the Kings light the beam 133 to one. 28. And let me tell you something, folks. Oh, if you don't like that, you don't like Kings basketball. Oh, boy. Boom. Grant, they just keep coming. We got Pittsburgh, Missouri, Utah. Man. Uh, how's everybody finding us? Uh, I, they must you, have been it, hearing about your rants the last few nights. Yeah, I love it. You know, we got we got it all. I can't even keep up with everyone. This is freaking awesome. We got... <laughs> Colorado Springs, man, amazing. All right. We got Wisconsin. Wisconsin. You know what? Here's the reason why we got so many people from all those places, because they're freezing their asses off and they got nothing else to do but stay inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Houston's not bad. You can, step, you can step outside in Houston. Wisconsin right now, I don't know if you can step outside. Houston, yes. You know? Love the post-game show. Well, guess what? We love you for being one of the several hundred and thousands that are watching on the various platforms. And that gives me an opportunity to tell you that we would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the channel. Just hit that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up, a like, and uh, we would greatly appreciate that. Florida, you can go outside in the beautiful Sunshine State. Absolutely. Oh, we've got Mexico checking in. We've got another $5 donation. We appreciate you, Brian. Hey. Thank you very much, buddy. Appreciate that. Somebody says, do a rant. I'm in too good of a mood to do a rant, you know, but if you come up with an idea, I'll do a rant, you know, uh -oh. I'll do a rant. I, I, Go ahead. I already saw one that I like. I already saw one that I like, but I'll give you an, or give them an opportunity to put one up. All right. I'll tell you what I'll do. All right. The first person that makes over a $50 donation to surpass Ooh. what Chris just did. Okay. The first person that gives us over a $50 donation, you will pick a topic 
and I will rant on it. The only exceptions, I'm not ranting on DeMarcus Cousins, all right? So that's off the table, okay? So the first person to donate 50 or more dollars, you then follow that up with a rant. I will do the rant, and you will also be in the clubhouse lead for joining Ryan and I right. right here on YouTube after the Suns game. So there you have it. All right. There you have it. That's and, pretty and good. It, yeah. And if Christopher, if we don't get over $50, Christopher, who just donated the $50, will have his choice. He wants me to do a rant on the Super Bowl. So okay. right now that's in the clubhouse lead. But if you go over $50, then I will do the rant that you choose. All right. The Quad Cities. You're inside. I can guarantee you that for sure. I used to be yeah. around the Quad Cities all the time when I worked in Decatur, Illinois. You're even inside when it's nice out. All right, 133 <laughs> 128. <laughs> the Kings win it in overtime. Somebody wants me to do a rant on Matt Barnes. Well, if we get a donation of Ooh. over $50, that's on the table. I can do that. Come on. Uh, hey, let me tell you something. It says Quad City Pizza is great. Hey, Blaine, I'm from New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm from New York. I know what great pizza is. I'm not saying it's not great, but come to hang out with me in New York City for a day or two, and I'll I'll give you some pizza, my friend. You know, absolutely. Grant, we've been that? doing this show for a while, and I think that's the first you know what I'm saying that I've ever heard from Nate <laughs> <laughs> with his glasses on too. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. Westbrook uh, Grant may not be a bad idea. You got run out of the Thunder, Rockets, Wizards, and Lakers. Well, again, yeah. if we get a donation of over $50, uh, if not, I'll do a rant of Christopher's choice, you know? Oh, this is a good question. Best pizza place in New York. You're not going to believe this, but there was a pizza place at in the lobby of the Long Island Railroad in Jamaica, which is the huge station, or excuse me, Penn Station, which mm -hmm. is the huge station uh, in New York for all of the trains. And there was yeah. a, a pizza place called Caruso's Pizza. And actually, I'll tell you how good Car Caruso's was. OK, when we were playing the Knicks, OK, at the end of the game. All right. As soon as I got off the air, after I said goodbye to my father and my aunt and my brother or whoever else was there and hung out with Mike Breen for a while. Yeah, I would go down the escalator at Madison Square Garden, which, by the way, the playing surface is on the fifth floor. I would walk outside. I would go down to the Long Island Railroad. All right at Penn Station, and I would go to Caruso's, and I would order a couple of slices. I would bring that on the bus as we were going to the airport, oh boy. and I would tease the other members on the bus <laughs> about if they wanted a piece of pizza, it was going to cost them. And when I opened up that box and they smelled the pizza, let me tell you something. Napier was making some extra per diem on those trips when I had Caruso's pizza on my lap. At Madison Square Garden on the bus. So there you go. That have. is awesome. That <laughs> is awesome. You know what? This Hopefully. is spot on. Huge slices and greasy. And you know what? I had to be very careful with my suit because the pizza was greasy. Absolutely. Good job right there. You know, Stan. So Caruso's loved it. Yep. The key, the key to a good New York pizza is the crust has to be cracker crisp. The best. Cracker crisp. The best. You know, how about this? New York City pizza, better than Elk Rose? 
Don't hate on Elk Grove Pizza. I know a little something. Now, I would also say this. New York pizza is not better than the pizza I had over in Italy. Best pizza I ever had was in Amalfi on the Amalfi Coast. Went to Positano and then had uh, pizza for lunch at this quaint little restaurant in Amalfi. Best pizza I've ever had in my entire life. But Grant, isn't isn't pizza different in Italy than what it is here in America to a degree? The taste is different. The it's so. I, I know it's, it's so fresh and the ingredients are so pure and it's just. I I don't know what it is, but it's the best pizza I've ever had. It really is nice. best pizza I've ever had. Nice. Yeah, I don't prefer Chicago pizza because I if I want I, I don't like all that bread. The crust is too thick for me. I don't like that. You know, I like thin crust pizza. You know. We, we see you, Stockton. Thanks for representing. Um, do you like the Chicago style, though? Like, I think it's Giovanni's in Chicago. Yeah, I do. The sauce is over. Pretty amazing. Okay. I've been to Giovanni's. Yeah, that's it's pretty, pretty incredible. Stuff. It is pretty incredible. All right. Uh, great to have you here. 133 to 128. We're talking traveling. We're talking pizza. We're talking about Caruso's. We're talking about everything <laughs> else. Uh, you know, I've never had red wine in Italy, so I can't comment on that. Oh, got the wrong one. Uh, Never had red wine in Italy, so I can't comment on that. And I have not been there in Chicago. Next time, I'll do that. Uh, Tokyo had amazing pizza. I did not have pizza in Tokyo. I had sushi, and I had uh, Kobe beef, which is the greatest beef I've ever had in my life. Pasta in Italy, spectacular, with a capital S. Incredible. Grant, Grant, I I feel like have you had pizza in Tokyo is rant worthy. Why the hell would you go to Tokyo and get <laughs> freaking pizza? <laughs> Gas station uh, sushi didn't sound good to you. You're in Tokyo. I know. Absolutely. How about this? Come Grant on. is the new pizza guy. I'll be the new pizza guy. If they sponsor the show, tell <laughs> someone reach out. So, no, really someone reach out yeah. and say, Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll be the pizza guy. We'll be the internet pizza guy. Absolutely. And I guarantee you I'll have their phone ringing off the freaking hook. So somebody reach yeah, out right. to, to, and let, let them know that we've got two new pizza guys right here. we got thousands of people watching our streams, and we'll be more than happy to do that. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, Isaiah Thomas was the best pizza guy ever. Yes, 100% correct. But Agreed. that just gives me a lofty goal. All right? Gives me a lofty goal. <laughs> There we go. All right, 133 to 128. By the way, I travel around the world. You can eat international food in just about any city in the world. So whether you are in Tokyo, Hong Kong, Paris, whether you are in South America, it doesn't matter. You can pretty much eat any type of food you want. Really can. Yeah, yeah, it's everywhere. No doubt, yeah. no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of love for uh, Isaiah Thomas and uh, very, very well. All right. Very good. I swear Tokyo has some of the best restaurants in the world. A few in Tokyo. It was surprising to me as well. Tokyo's food is phenomenal. Are you kidding me? Their seafood. I mean, their tuna, their sashimi, their, I mean, you know, it's, it's the freaking best. You know, it was the best. All right. The best. Somebody said uh, it was Naples style owned by a family from Naples. All right. So nice. we got about five more minutes. If somebody wants to make a donation of over $50, 
can be $51 and you give me the rant and I will do a rant. And Christopher, I know you're still on the stream. So give me the rant that you want me to do again. All right. Give me the rant that you would like me to do again, Christopher. And we appreciate your $50 uh, donation. Yeah. Right. I, I, why, why put 50 bucks on the coin flip tomorrow or how long yeah. the halftime show is going to be? Yeah. Do 50 bucks here, 51 bucks. You get a rant yep. and then you get to join us on Tuesday night. That's way yep. better. It's money well spent. Absolutely. Well Absolutely. Spent. Uh, I believe Christopher was asking for the Super Bowl rant, but I need a little bit more, uh, a little bit more. I'm not really sure what part of the Super Bowl, you know? Yep. All right. Thank you, William, for the uh, $5 donation. Uh, William, we appreciate that very much. Who's winning the Super Bowl? I've got Philadelphia winning by a field goal, and I think Ryan's got Kansas City winning by a field goal, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, other way around. I got oh, uh, Philadelphia. Right. Oh, yep. okay. So you and I both have uh, Philadelphia. So thank you, yes, William. Uh, we appreciate that. We really appreciate uh, everyone's support here. Phenomenal. And uh, the Kings, I think this was a signature win tonight. I really do. Uh, yeah, Terrence Ross um, did uh, sign. I think that's a good move for them. 38% from beyond the arc. That He will help them. Uh, I think that's a big move as you got a buyout from the Orlando Magic. Uh, Super Bowl rant. Why the 49ers and Giants aren't playing each other? Well, I can do a rant on that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So that's not going to be hard to do, by the way. It's hard for me to do a rant on the Giants with the year that they had, but you know, I'll try. You know, yeah. you know. I, I can see a couple ways you could go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Let me think about that for a second. But uh, we still have three minutes if somebody wants to surpass that and uh, come up with a rant idea. It was a big win for the standings. Every win's going to be that way. I mean, it's just the reality. How about the Lakers beating the Warriors tonight? Big win. Big yeah. win. Well, Steph's still out. So uh, I don't watch think LeBron out for played. Did, did LeBron play? I don't think he did. Yeah. Um, I have to double check. That was That's a national right. TV game, too. That's right. Because um, I saw, remember when LeBron came out of the locker room and sat next to that girl? She lost her freaking marbles and they actually <laughs> interviewed her. And so, yeah. But that's a that's a big win. Wait, wait, wait. Who interviewed her? The uh, sideline reporter for ABC. The sideline reporter she, for. She was so excited. And yeah, it was stupid. It was, it was, it was, it, it was awful. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's like King's broadcasting level. Yeah. Wait, did I? Is this thing hot? Sorry about that. Hey, you know, you can say whatever <laughs> you want, my friend. You know, we are our own boss. You know, we are indeed. We are. Indeed. Uh, I'll tell you right now, this is interesting. Patrick Beverly or Reggie Jackson would be very interesting. Reggie no Jackson. About that. I Reggie would love Jackson. to have Reggie Jackson. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it was Lisa Salters. They said that interviewed her right next to LeBron. Exactly. Can't come up with a better idea than that for interviewing someone because the girl is starstruck because she's sitting next to LeBron James. I'm okay with her being excited, but you have to interview her. I mean, come on. What are we asking? Uh, did you, what cocktail did you have before the game? No, How much was, did you pay for was, your seat? She was, uh, I believe she, and again, I'm only going by appearance. I believe she was under 18, so she wouldn't have been uh, drinking, but I, but I may be wrong, but okay. I, I, okay. I, Again, I thought she was, and again, I didn't. I only watched it for 10 seconds. I thought she might have been 15, 16, 17. Okay. Maybe, maybe okay. she was 20, 21. What I am saying, though, is she acted like, you know, somebody had just come over and dropped, you know, $100 million on her lap when LeBron walked in front of her and sat down, sat down right next to her. 
Well, I reverse course on my take then. If she was under 18, I think I think she was. Again, um, I, if I had to bet, I would say she was. Bet. I said I would say she was. But you know, I'm just trying to make the point um, that you know she was a a teenager is what I'll say, and she was starstruck. And we we all get starstruck. I'm okay with that. I just didn't understand why ABC felt the need to interview her. It was a silly interview, you know. Gotcha. Hey, hey yeah. watch it, Guru. Guru, you already pressed your luck one time by glossing, and we allowed it because we didn't set the rule yet. That's Said right. Said we need to get, get our eyes checked, and we're blind because she was okay. clearly 12 years old. 12? How do you know she was 12, Guru? Okay, well, first of all, Guru, uh, I was not watching the game live. I watched the uh, on Twitter, and I, I watched – I didn't I didn't watch the interview. I watched her reaction. So I didn't actually hear I heard maybe I think maybe the first 10 seconds of the interview and I said I don't I don't care anymore. So if she's 12 whatever. We're we're we're, we're glossing over this. The fact is there is really no need for her to be interviewed during a game in my opinion. But let's move on. 133 to 128. Any final thoughts before I do my rant, my friend? No, um, enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. Enjoy this win, and hopefully the Kings can uh, continue this style of play and yeah. uh, build on this momentum. All right, so I'm going to try to do a rant. This is going to be a hard rant. A question from Christopher. Do a rant on why the 49ers and the Giants didn't play each other this year. Well, first of all, I think it would be impossible for them to play in the Super Bowl because the last time I checked, they're both in the NFC. So I'm not really sure how the Giants and the 49ers would be playing one another in the Super Bowl unless they change the rules around this year, and I missed that. But I don't think so because I think tomorrow, Philadelphia and Kansas City. Why are the 49ers not playing in the Super Bowl? Because they ran out of freaking quarterbacks. That's why. Because Brock Purdy is going to have surgery on February 22nd and if he has Tommy John surgery, which they won't know until they start the operation, you won't see him playing next year either. Do I think the 49ers could have gone to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Do I think they still would have beaten Philadelphia? I don't. Debo Samuel thinks so. Said they would have won by double digits. Eh, I don't see it that way. As far as the Giants not being in the Super Bowl, this was one of the worst teams in the National Football League last year and the previous years. You think the Giants were going to, go from being god-awful to a wild-card team, and they were just going to all of a sudden go into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles and play in the NFC Championship game? How are they going to do that? They had basically third and fourth string wide receivers. They had an offensive line that was a lot better this year, but certainly not good enough to contend with Philadelphia's pass rush and their defense. But I get back to the basics. Christopher, I love you. Your donations have been unbelievable. How are the Giants and the 49ers going to be playing each other in the freaking Super Bowl? Now, I would say this. If they played each other in the NFC Championship game, you and I both know the Giants would win, right? Because they won in San Francisco in 91 on Matt Barr's game-winning kick. By the way, if you look closely on the video behind the screen, behind the kicker, when the ball goes through the uprights and the camera pans down, you can see a guy with a big blue shirt on with a big white stripe going like that. That was me. Exactly right. Giants win. They go to the Super Bowl and they did not play an NFC team that year in the Super Bowl. They played an AFC team and the AFC team was the Buffalo Bills. 
and Scott Norwood was wide right from 47 yards out, and the Giants won their second Super Bowl. But as far as the Giants and the Niners not playing each other this year, it's more the Giants' fault, Christopher, than the 49ers' fault. If the Giants had beat Philadelphia, they would have played the 49ers, but they just weren't good enough, plain and simple. That's a weak rant, but that's the topic you wanted, (laughs) and I appreciate your $50 donation. The Roger Craig fumble, yep, thank you very much. Recovered by Lawrence Taylor. Giants moved down the field. That bar, clock expires as the ball's in the air. I'm running onto the field like a maniac. (laughs) I have my knuckles on my left hand that are bleeding from hitting the Giants on the shoulder pads and the helmets. And, um, yeah, I I was acting like an idiot on the field after the game in the San Francisco Public Library which was Candlestick Park after the Giants won that game. So there you have it. Good close out there. That was well played. Was that like one of your top moments ever as a Giants fan where you just went back to being a little kid, celebrating with the players? Three greatest moments I ever had as a Giants fan. January 25th, 1987, being at the Rose Bowl for the Giants and the Broncos. The Giants won 39-20. to I sold my extra ticket the night before at the RV park at the Rose Bowl. We were having a huge party for $750. The face value of my ticket was $75. I had flown back for the Niners game, 49-3, by the way, if you're keeping score at home. The uh, Redskins game, uh, 17-0 if you're keeping score at home. And then we were lucky enough to win the lottery, get two tickets. My father didn't want to go. My brother's a school teacher, couldn't afford it, couldn't go. I went out there, got to the game 24 hours ahead of time, and sold my ticket at one of the great parties ever all right and uh, made 750 so riley uh appreciate you joining we've just been talking about the kings for uh about 40 minutes so we deviated a yeah. little bit all right and we did it because of the donation but we have been talking about the game but anyway that was number one having my boys at the game with me when they beat the patriots in indianapolis was number two and that game in san francisco was number three all right final thoughts buddy i'll give you the last word yeah um Final thoughts, just uh, I I think it's so important for the Kings to, um, again, be proactive and not reactive, and we know they can play defense. We know that they can push their style on other teams, good teams that are going to be in the playoffs. So let's see that continue. All right. Christopher, you're the best man. Seriously, appreciate your support. I speak for Ryan as well. Uh, Really appreciate what you do. All right. So long, everybody. Enjoy Super Sunday, and we'll talk to you during the Kings and the Suns at halftime and after the game as well. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.